This episode was sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. It's not playing with Lex and Dan. It's time once again for Not Playing with Lex and Dan, the only podcast you're listening to right now. I'm Lex. I'm listening to two podcasts right now. Oh, you I'm extremely me. confused. Well, great job. And uh, as you know, if you're a regular listener and as you're about to learn, if you're a first timer, this is a podcast wherein we listen. No, we don't listen. We watch movies that <laughs> everyone <mute>. else. Yeah. <laughs> we don't listen. We watch movies that everyone else has already seen, but that we have not. Now, in tonight's case. I don't know if everyone has seen this movie. Yeah. But everyone should see this movie. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so we're, we're getting you know, season two. We're getting a looser with the conceit. I'm fine with it. Well, and, and I, I have picked this because it is a favorite of mine. Um, and, I and I just, I enjoy this movie so much. I can in no way guarantee that you will enjoy it. I think you might. Okay. Um, but you're also going into it totally blind, which is, which is just fascinating to me. So and I'm really excited say, about this. You know, like, so, you know, the, we typically introduce the movie that the other one has seen. So I would say, you know, we're going to watch the 1997 classic. But I, I don't know. I haven't, at your request, I haven't looked up anything. So I don't know what year this movie is from. I don't know who's in it. I know nothing of the plot. Just you have no idea, not even an actor or a director. This or... is the blindest I have gone into a movie in uh, the entire time we've been doing this podcast. I don't know anything. This is hilariously delightful. Okay. I, well, I don't even know if it's like, is it military? Is it about airplanes? Like, is it about a bird? <laughs> is is the titular hawk all, a bird? All I can tell you, Lex, without giving away too much, is that it is a movie. Mm, okay. That is literally all I can tell you. And uh, it has been important to you that I not have anything spoiled. So I don't know if that means there's well, twists. Well, just because or... I think it's a, tw- it's a test case thing for me. I feel like... A lot of times people come into movies, as we often do, even with movies we haven't seen, where we've heard something or we have, you know, we were talked about this for, um, you had this, this for LA Confidential, right? Like you, you thought this was going to be a movie that you wouldn't like. Right. And I don't know if that was, you know, you may legitimately not like it, but it's hard to tell what of that is predisposition, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So going into something with no preconceptions at all suggest to me that you're like you're a blank slate it's just exciting this is like laboratory conditions <laughs> yeah yeah this is this is you are the control group lex so we're my, we're watching hudson hawk and at your insistence i haven't even uh i don't even know where this movie's available i assume it's on the usual places like oh, Amazon man. prime and whatnot that is a great question uh, i think it is available on amazon i'm checking right now to see if you can find it it is definitely available for purchase on amazon prime <laughs> So there um, you go. You can watch yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know if it's on. I mean, I'm, right. I'm just I, I didn't mean rest. that it was like free. I just meant Amazon is like you. Can, you should you be can able to find it. It's you not. It's it not a totally. Yeah, it's not a. It's not a movie that is impossible to acquire. What year is it from? It is from the nineties. Okay, early nineties. So it's an early nineties movie. Yeah. And uh, I, so I mean, usually you know this is the time when we say you know here's what I expect, and I I got nothing. Uh, my right. guess is that it's, I don't know, I truly have nothing. Anything I say is going to sound idiotic. My guess, <laughs> oh, this is going to be so much fun. My guess is that it's got something to do with, um, I'm guessing it's a family movie about the military. That's what I'm going to okay. go with. Okay. 
Lex, before we get started with this week's movie, would you like to tell our fine listeners at home a little bit about this week's sponsor? I would. I would, I would love to. Um, we're sponsored today by Hulu Plus. You've probably tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. Dan, you watch a lot of shows with Hulu Plus as an active customer. What, uh, what current season episodes, since Hulu Plus gets you current season episodes of your favorite shows, what are your favorite shows that you're oh, watching? Oh, man, there now? are so many. It's hard to pick just a few, but I would say my favorites include Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed this season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, as I believe oh, you did as well. I really do. Um, and I think one of the uh, top new shows this year was The Blacklist with James Spader, who we, yeah. we saw last season in Mannequin. <laughs> Yeah, you can also watch every episode of some older shows with Hulu Plus, uh, including Lost and Doctor Who. I uh, I'm a fan of those. Yeah, you. I know you are. You are quite the fan. I am also a fan of Lost and Doctor Who. So uh, now more than ever. There is so much to watch on Hulu Plus. You get total control with Hulu Plus to stream those shows and thousands more as much as you want, whenever you want. Hulu Plus works on your computer, your smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. I think I've watched it on all of the, like I have like four devices hooked up to my TV that will display Hulu (laughs) and I think I've watched it on all of them. Uh, You can even watch Hulu Plus on your iPhone or iPad while on the train, at work, at the dentist, or in the bathroom. Even in your dentist's bathroom. Block off a whole day and binge. Not in your dentist's bathroom. That would be really weird. That would be rude too. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Dan. As an active Hulu Plus subscriber, Hmm. you also get exclusive access to stream the Criterion Collection movies. If you're a film geek, you know that these aren't that easy to get your hands on, and you and I have probably not seen many of them. This this is (laughs) true. Hulu Plus has all of them, the entirety of the Criterion Collection. Do you have a a favorite from the Criterion Collection? Well, uh, I think there are some, uh, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, I believe the Criterion Collection includes a number of good works from Akira Kurosawa. Uh, as I br- br- uh, browse through there, I-, I did notice Yojimbo, which is an excellent uh, samurai movie, is in there. And later the basis for um, the Clint Eastwood famous spaghetti western, um, uh, Fistful of Dollars. I, uh, I I used Hulu Plus to watch the, uh, the original 12 Angry Men, oh, which I had never that's seen. That's a good movie. Thank you. I was, uh, I agree. You made it yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's, I worked hard on it. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, a bunch of movies and kids shows are there. And there are many uh, kids shows and movies that are ad free on Hulu plus. You can watch them without worrying about any interruption That's pretty sweet. and you get everything. You get all of Hulu plus for just $8 million a month. No, I know it seems like they could charge $8 million a month, but they do not. They charge $7.99 a month to get your entertainment anytime, anywhere. That's like a quarter a day. I know that some of our listeners are not up in the math, but I will tell you categorically that seven ninety nine a month is less than $8 a month. Yeah, he is 100% correct. We've double-checked this. Right now, sign up at HuluPlus.com slash NotPlaying and get two weeks full access completely free. That is an entire extra week more with this special offer than if you would sign up without using our special URL. So to get two weeks of free, uninhibited, full Hulu Plus access, go to HuluPlus.com slash NotPlaying. You're going to fall in love, so get with it and start streaming TV now with Hulu Plus. One more time, HuluPlus.com slash NotPlaying. Thanks, Hulu. Thanks, Hulu. Plus, Plus Hulu. <laughs> and uh, 
right before we sync up with everybody else and press play, I do want to say we've got that survey. We've mentioned it a couple times. If you haven't filled it out yet, now's a great time. Well, maybe when you're done listening, but go to podsurvey.com slash not playing. Again, it's podsurvey.com slash not playing. You give us a little bit of information so we know uh, who's listening and uh, you get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. So there you go. Excellent. All good things. Um, that Amazon $100 gift card comes directly from Lex Friedman's house. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Last week uh, it came from mine. Now yeah. it comes from Lex's. It's only fair. I know. Well, we, you know, we switch off. We're partners. Boy, I don't know anything about this movie, man. All right. Well, I hope you are ready to experience uh, it. I am. And so you and I are both synced up so that the horse has run in. Yep. And the logo has faded away. So, uh, yeah, we're, you're about at uh, what? 139.36. All right. In that case, uh, let's get ready to press play then. Okay. In three, two, one. <laughs> oh, it's a book. Hmm. Was it a mammoth or a horse? It's a mammoth horse. Hmm. A woolly horse. (laughs) It's a comedy. It's a very serious movie. Something's a foot. That's more than a foot. Two or three feet. Is that from Lost? Oh, geez. This movie's entirely in Italian. (laughs) And Italian accents. Does TriStar still make movies? I I don't think so. Hey, it's Tom Hanks from Castaway. It's good that he could still find work with that haircut. <laughs> He's probably my favorite of the Ninja Turtles. I was always a Raphael fan. Bruce Willis <laughs> makes a repeat appearance on Not Playing after Die Hard, which I also hadn't seen. This movie is also after Die Hard. Danny Aiello, okay. I think you'll recognize some names in this cast. Andy McDowell. One of my top five actresses from the movie, or actors from the movie Groundhog Day. Good choice. (laughs) Well, the movie does have the title you promised. You should have a pretty good idea of what this movie's about now. Wow, they spared no expense. This is some serious special effects here, my friend. They got all the shades of light in the rainbow. <laughs> that was He's listening to Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the problem with this, if the invention works, is he only wins the bronze. It's true. Leonardo, Leonardo always third place in our hearts. 
Oh, that looks delicious. Sandra Bernhard. One of the very few actresses in Hollywood who, if you reverse the phonetics of her last name's syllables, uh, you get a medical disorder. <laughs> don't break, don't break it. <laughs> oh, geez. It looks like it's going to be hot. David Caruso. That, that is why I picked this movie because we did watch Twins last the week. The Twins Connection. That's Madame Toussaint to you. <laughs> God, how did I screw this up? Frank Stallone. I believe that is, in fact, Sylvester Stallone's brother. Oh, it is. James Coburn. It's a big cast. You know, if David Willis is an associate producer or something, it doesn't surprise me that Bruce got a part. <laughs> it's got a beat, and I can dance to it. <laughs> His career is really having a renaissance. Man. I hate goddamn puzzles. <laughs> I prefer 10 grams. <laughs> Her job is just to sit there all day in case he gets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was pretty rich. You don't know when the uh, urge to paint's going to strike. Of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Hmm. <laughs> Bruce Willis made the story? Yeah. Holy moly. Oh, it worked this time, finally. You know what I mean? Guys are killed. <laughs> I would love to see a bunch of helicopters on the ground beneath him. Forgotten something. Oh, God. Maybe I can learn how to juggle. <laughs> hey, it's a hawk. <laughs> it's a great prison prison. It's a person. Bruce Willis is Hudson Hawk. Good call. Hey, it's Mona Lisa's teeth. Savers. (laughs) 
Oh boy. Oh jeez. Ah, uh, janitors can be pissed about I that. I would not commit crimes on my way out of prison. That's just my. That was, that was a that was a misdemeanor. That was mischief. Wow! Whoever tagged the prison, impressive. Takes cojones. And spray paint. I bet those harp apartments have low property value. He's ahead of his time. <laughs> hey, that was that a New might- Jersey transit, New Jersey transit bus. Yeah. Pretty sensitive. He's a very sensitive guy. Now, is Da Vinci going to play any more <laughs> part will, in the movie? I will not say anything. Wow, that's a risky move with a cappuccino. <laughs> Is he going to spill this one too? Nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the most consistent plot point in this movie. <laughs> I like that nobody notices this. <laughs> he just shot the cappuccino it's out nice of It's nice that that's the only damage that happened though.
The Mario Brothers. Yeah. Those are men. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like his brother. No. I think that was a metaphor. Maybe a euphemism. It's probably less threatening when he's covered in wine. Do they have to pay for the wine? Sure, why not? Just bill him. Oh, boy. Things are not shaping up good for him. I got to tell you, how did he get there faster? That, that. They stopped to get a cappuccino. True. No, they didn't. Oh, it's got a 71 mechanism. It's way better than a 70, but not as good as a 72. Horsey. Giddy up. I just did die hard. <laughs> Why am I here? That was my nicest lamp. Damn it. He's sweaty. He's nervous. <laughs> Ghostbusters. This reminds me of Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit of horseplay. Because <laughs> they're trying to get a horse? Yeah. Are you laughing over there? No. That's still the Danny Aiello. Uh, I confuse my Dannys. <laughs> nice shot.
That's really buoying my spirits. <laughs> You're a lifesaver. <laughs> they can't go one at a time? Too risky. Do all their own stunts. Yeah. How are they going to get back? Oh. <laughs> That's Bruce Willis spit. Hey, blood pressure on this glass door is very good. This place is horse crazy. They do have a thing for the equestrian. Horses are the main event. They are hot to trot. (laughs) This poor security guard is saddled with capturing those guys. (laughs) You can make jokes like that in the 90s. Casual racism. Where do the skateboards come from? They're in the bag. Nice. <laughs> but there's also no... Lo- oh, there is a lock. He didn't try the door first. You always try the door first. It's too bad one of those wasn't a hoverboard. <laughs> it's even easier to sneak in on a hoverboard. This is true. <laughs> it's weird they didn't talk about the plan ahead of time. That was a priceless chair, you assholes. Oh, geez. So the whole point of this movie was to let these guys sing? Is Pretty this a musical? Much. Maybe a little bit. If they sync up like we do, though. We yeah. should start doing all our things to show tunes.
Oh, the skateboard. The skateboard. <laughs> There's two reasons not to do that. One, it's a great skateboard, and two, you know, it exposes that you're there. Some nice headphones. Yeah. Sony product placement. Doesn't work with an iPod. This is a really unusual way they sync up. I mean, I get it, but it's weird. By weird, I think you mean awesome. <laughs> I'm just worried about if one of them has bad rhythm. They practice. Come on. They rehearse. I don't think I've ever heard Bruce Willis sing before. I'm really worried about these guys. <laughs> oh, geez. I'm really worried about these guys. Also, shouldn't they be very quiet? Oh, it's the Three Stooges. <laughs> they probably can't do that in five seconds. <laughs> He's got a gun. They're serious about their auction house security. Yeah, see, I was just thinking that this hole is going to make it really useful because the fat guy can't get through it. It's curtains for them. <laughs> Go one at a time. Or don't. No, wait. We're not supposed to assume they fell straight into that room, right? <laughs> I, I think it's not a literal thing. Oh, man, not that guy. That guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. 
More like heads off, Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent cutting work. (laughs) Get it? I do. Not anymore, you're not. I don't use the word peculiar enough. Goddamn peculiar. He blends. Bruce Willis is the professional. No tie, though. Why wait?
What an unusual thing to say. It's a good pickup line. Can we go back to the people with the candy in their pockets? We'll get there. Sweet. He said, oh shit, by the way, if you were having a hard time hearing. Thank you, I appreciate that. Oh my. <laughs> Whoa. That was an explosive ending to that auction. She could also try moving. She had lost her marble pillar. Horse sense. Brought to you by TriStar. (laughs) That was explosive. Like you said. Oh, jeez. Is this movie based on a true story? Yes. This is before Easy Pass. Now, if he has a zero axle vehicle, does he have to pay a toll? (laughs) Nice shot.
Oh, Christ. <laughs> Just even hit the ground before it explodes. I love that. <laughs> Collisionville. I like the names that they're their names are Anthony Uh-oh. and Caesar. The candy people have arrived, including Caruso. I thought for sure she was going to be syphilis. This guy's voice is incredible. James Coburn's? Yeah. I love James Coburn. (laughs) That guy works for Peanuts. Ah, FedEx. God, a number of times this has happened to me. How did he open it from the inside? Yeah, there's a handle. No, there's. I don't know. <laughs> you really gonna stack up on that point? <laughs> it's the first thing after I the can't whole believe. toll booth thing. <laughs> Those are the wrong socks for that tuxedo. I'm just going for a monochrome look. Boy, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. It's the only way to travel. (laughs) 
Ooh, door-to-door service. I hope that his uh, handler here afforded him a chance to use the lavatory. I hope the butler guy doesn't accidentally trigger the knife thing when he's driving. (laughs) You need one of those. (laughs) I've been there. What I actually wanted was a cat that was also a burglar. Yeah, very different. (laughs) But I'll take it. (laughs) What the hell is happening in this room? I really thought they were going to sing another song just now. I've been there too. (laughs) 
Was that a yes? They're super competent. <laughs> Filmed in the real vet. No, probably not <laughs> even close. I'm impressed they can film the outside of the Vatican. They call this the map room. Why? It was invented by a man named Horatio Map. Oh, that makes sense. He's a lefty. Except in that shot, he's a righty. (laughs) Well, that was interesting. (laughs) Continuity. Maybe not this movie's strong point. How do you have an insert shot with a lefty? Isn't that like the first thing you think about? They decided they needed the last day and Bruce Willis is like, I'm out. (laughs) Quick, find the only person who isn't (laughs) right-handed. God, that's so like the Vatican. Wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. (laughs) Hey, now he's lifty again. Maybe they just mirror flipped it. Yeah. Now that is quite a goinky dink. This is the sultriest tour ever. that girl I like that she answered. <laughs> like the giant cross. <laughs> so far. <laughs> 
That sounds pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. I'm not sure about the knock-knock jokes. No monkey business. Sounds Italian. 10.30? (laughs) They're going out at 10.30? Clearly neither of these people has children. He's not so bad. He's, he's just he's misunderstood. When they remake this movie, this scene might not be in it. <laughs> I'm thinking there's a lot of scenes that might not be in it. <laughs> this movie will be five minutes long. But in the far future, it'll just automatically translate his voice. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, geez. Sorry, Butterfingers. His call did not go through. Where did he find overstuffed Val Kilmer for that role?
<laughs> I think David Caruso's uh, sunglass taking off skills is what landed him that CSI role. Yeah, I can see that. I'm not sure if I entirely understood the preceding scene just now. <laughs> it's a long-winded way of saying you got to break in tonight and steal. The but how do they know about steal. the blue wire? And why does that guy only talk in cards? So many questions. Now, does anything actually work like this in the real world, or is that only? Yes, thing no, that that, that is actually true. You can't see lasers unless you put something in the air for that to refract off of. So you just need anything with like liquid molecules, right? Because they'll refract the light. I figured, but I, I've never seen it done in real life. Only in film. I have. It's pretty cool. I, I that bugs it bugs me more when they have the shows where they don't bother doing that. It bugs me more when they have like the. Uh, Charlie's Angels version where all the laser beams are showing so you can figure out right, the exact exactly. route through them. Yeah. <laughs> the infamous spaghetti thermos. Oh, that sounds like a pretty good idea to me. That's some good water. Hey, that was my question. I had to say control room in Italian. Oh, he's Batman. He does use everything from his list. Until this movie, I always thought that a cat burglar was somebody who stole cats. They love horses. <laughs> Only movie with a Pope cameo. <laughs> I like these bringing Notre Dame bathrobe.
That's a good shot. <laughs> He's a very lucky man. What's the matter? He's no spring chicken. chicken. <laughs> now he's in a foul mood. Birds of a feather do flock together. <laughs> Magic! That guy won an Oscar for this role. (laughs) Butterfinger is really crappy. See the movie Lexus scene? Uh, I have seen it, yeah. I saw it in the mid 90s, though. <laughs> she is an aggressive flirt. That's true. You guessed he was right about the river. For my money, the boldest choice from Bruce Willis in this movie is the four earrings. (laughs) Yeah. Man, he's got no luck with the ladies. I can't tell if he's got more or less luck with ladies or cappuccino. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, you don't. Uh, A little homophobia joke mixed in. (laughs) The 90s. Two wongs don't make a right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a replica from the gift shop.
What? For years, I wasn't sure I heard that line right. <laughs> okay. He's not going to drink that. You got a little something on your. <laughs> Everybody in this movie knows more than me. Yeah, it's true. Hey, that looks familiar. What do you think the gold machine does? Boy. I hope it makes chocolate. 
She looks none too pleased. She's having none of it. The angles on this are the best part. <laughs> How does that fit in a book cover? <laughs> it's magic, man. <laughs> they had it coming. There's another job. What is it? Hamstrings. having a tough couple of days. No kidding. It's the only thing. Oh, boy.
a Louvre. Oh boy. The law of friendship coming this fall on NBC. <laughs> A dance-off? Wow. Oh, Danny Ayala's got the moves! Well, you can't say anything about the response time of emergency services in Italy. They are speedy. <laughs> Plan B. Would you be offended if I told you that the role I most know him from is uh, Sully's boss in Monsters, Inc., James Coburn? <laughs> <laughs> wow. A little sad, but yeah. <laughs> Whoa.
That is a good name. I've been there too. The and there. The question is, why did and they build there. all those ruins? They should have built the whole buildings, you know? I know. They ran out of money. Smooth. <laughs> He's been in prison for a decade. Man is old. Don't push him out of the couch. It seems very rude. Probably the cruelest thing Bruce Willis did in this whole film. Besides not sing more. Did they all get Oscars? Oh, yeah. All of them. Every single one. Oh boy.
It's surprising that they chose to wait to cut that out. Yeah, they were busy. Let's... Will we be paralyzed forever? How come his went off first? <laughs> wow. God, he brought his hat. He means business.
Wow. They timed that well. Truly her best role. That's not actually true. I mean, it's true to the best of his knowledge. It got dark fast. Oh, he's going to lose the beat now. Butlers. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, ow. Yeah, that's going to leave a mark. Nobody talks about my God that way. <laughs> Bruce, you even had the element of surprise. just not safe no <laughs> oh boy yeah I don't think he's going to survive that a lot of fire Some help. Butlers, man. They're like ninjas. Hey, it's Google Glass. Get away with knives. Yeah. 
He's really good at Rubik's Cubes. Also <laughs> Sudoku. Look great on top of their Christmas tree. Oh, they're clearly Jewish. <laughs> wow. Microwave sushi. This is how we eventually colonize Mars. <laughs> is it going to work? Wow, this is shocking. It's just a <laughs> gross year in the cogs. <laughs> no, she cannot do that.
Wow. <laughs> Another of my favorite lines. <laughs> ball ball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they spared no expense, Dan. Wow, they pretty much stuck the landing. I know, it went pretty well. Leonardo would be proud. Also, Michelangelo, Raphael, and Donatello. Yes. And Master Splinter. I think he'd be pretty mad about him ruining the uh, gold-making device. Well, you know, he, he. I think he would understand it was for the greater good. Uh, maybe. Not the greater gold. Nintendo got great product placement. I, I guess she renounced being a nun. She renounced. <laughs> she is none more nunnish. <laughs> oh, don't hug him tight. Oh gosh. I have I have news for you. Oh? I know you have been long desiring to say that you have seen Hudson Hawk. And now, at long last, you finally can. 
I thought it was excellent. Really? I did. Okay. I'm relieved to hear that because I can understand that it's not to everybody's taste as a movie. I, I enjoy it because really it's completely and utterly Steve ridiculous. Steve Martin played Ook? You know, he's very talented. I'll see Danny Aiello third. I wonder if that was not the Steve Martin. That was probably him. Um, yeah, I saw this movie, I think, when I was probably like late teens or early 20s, like I think during college. And I had never heard of it before seeing it. And by the time I finished it, I was like, I don't know what this is, but it is a hilarious movie. It's 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 a different Steve Martin. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, so I, this movie is famously panned. Like, it did really, really poorly because everyone sort of... It, it is kind of a... Like, Bruce Willis, you know, as you saw, wrote it. He sings. And I think, you know, everybody considered it kind of self-indulgent and ridiculous. Which it clearly is. Right. Well, I mean, he, he wrote the story. He didn't write the script. Right, right. But, I mean, it's... It's very much so, I, and I don't think it's like excellent. I thought it was enjoyable, um, but it's you know it's slapstick, and they they regularly are using um, uh, what do you call uh, Stooges esque sound effects, right? And visuals even, and uh, I am totally, I I love comedy, and when this movie is working hard to be funny, I I think it succeeds, and I thought that it was very funny when it was trying to be funny. If I had a complaint, it's that there are stretches where it's not as funny, <laughs> but when it's funny, it's very funny. So uh, I enjoyed the experience. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it, to me, it's all summed up in that last scene with Tommy, right, where they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that must have been what happened, right?" Like, yes, it's, it's so over the top and so ridiculous, and does not. I mean, it's hard to point to a scene in this movie that takes itself seriously. Right. They, uh, oh, it was ILM. They, uh, yeah, no, I mean, they are very aware of what they're doing. They're in on the joke. It's not like, like, for me, for this movie to be panned, you'd have to assume that they're not in on the joke, but it's very clear that they are in on the joke the entire time. Right. Well, I mean, and to me, I think what what makes it, you know, what gives it a redeeming quality is that. They seem to be having fun. Like, to me, Bruce Willis and Danny Aiello, like, they just seem like they're hanging out and having a good time, right? And that, to me, that chemistry is what makes the movie work, is that these two guys genuinely like each other. Right. And without that, you know, if for some reason they didn't convey that, you would not believe in anything in this movie. I Um, think that's right. um, But it is, I can understand why some people don't like it, because it is kind of all over the place, right? It is so ridiculous, and stuff that doesn't really like the candy bars and, you know, Richard E. Grant and Sandra Bernhardt and Leonardo da Vinci. And it's just ridiculous. And, you know, this is not long after Die Hard. So I think, you know, Bruce Willis at that point had earned a certain amount of star power. Right. Um, and so he could make something like that happen. Um, but, you know, I understand that necessarily people didn't necessarily all uh, – flock to it exactly it's funny if you read the wikipedia article in the reception it's let's see it's 24 percent rotten on rotten tomatoes as according to wikipedia i'm guessing that hasn't increased since that was written (laughs) right um and then there are all these really uh if you read the they have excerpts from all these reviews they're like hudson hawk is a terrible movie and deserves the cold shoulder it's received at the box office (laughs) um a movie this unspeakably awful can make the an audience a little crazy 
It received three Razzie Awards for Worst wow. Director, Worst Screenplay, and Worst Picture. Um, and they talk about the uh, Richard E. Grant, who plays Darwin Mayflower in his autobiography, basically talks about it's entirely was done sort of improv on the spot, and they rewrote, it, rewrote and replotted a bunch of it um, during then. And, of course, Bruce Willis hasn't really spent any time writing new movies since that point. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I understand why it wouldn't be beloved, which I think was your point before. But, uh, I mean, it's it's genuinely funny. I it's, think it, it's picked up sort of a cult following, I think, past that point. Because with distance, I, you know, they talk a little bit in the Wikipedia entry about it being marketed as an action movie. And it came on the heels of the second Die Hard movie. So uh, Bruce Willis had established his bona fides as sort of an action comedy star, whereas right. this is clearly much more skewing towards the comedy end than the action side. I get it. So. I understand that. And it, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, going in knowing nothing, I had no idea what to expect. So I was, you know, surprised and delighted that it was a comedy. I didn't even know that Bruce Willis was in it. Um, but uh, I don't know. For me, it's, I just kept thinking, I think this, the slapstick really leads to this, but I just kept thinking that it was silly. The jokes yeah. themselves were silly and sure. had a silly sense of humor, and uh, I like that. I, I mean, for better or worse, it kind of reminds me of the ridiculous, like, you know, skits and stuff I would write with my friends when we were a kid, where it's just like no idea was too stupid, right? Like, you just kind of piled in everything, one joke after the other. And maybe that's not the best, you know, positive thing about a um, big budget Hollywood movie. But I have a certain amount of sympathy for it because it just feels like we're just going to throw in all this stuff that we think is funny and kind of end up with this weird hodgepodge of movie. But I don't know. There, to me, there are so many lines in this movie that I just I love. That I, you know, the Pope warned me never to trust the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's all these little throwaway lines here and there. The fact that the most, can, you know, consistent plot point is that you can't get a cappuccino. <laughs> yes. It's ridiculous, but it's it's funny to me. And I don't know. It appeals to my sense of humor. Even if it's not a great movie, it's something that I have a lot of fun and enjoy. <laughs> I think I, there were many lines that I enjoyed, and I was thinking, I wish I was one of those people who could really memorize movie lines because I'm I'm not very good at that. Um, I can memorize movie lines that I hear quoted to me a lot, <laughs> but but uh, secondhand when, when Bruce Willis decapitates that guy and says, well, "I guess you won't be attending that hat convention in July," <laughs> yeah, that, I love like, that. Yeah. It's such a bad gotcha well, line. I mean, it's knowingly bad, like it's winking. Well, yeah, bad. well, and he. They're entirely cognizant. I mean, if you look at, if you watch Bruce Willis's facial expressions throughout this entire movie, he's more or less for like the first two thirds of that movie, he's like the straight man, right? Yeah. And he kind of is looking around at everybody else, going like, "What the hell is going on here?" And then at the end, he kind of gets into it, and I think it shows he's sort of just embraced, as as in that last scene where he's like, "That must be what happened." Like he's just sort of embraced the fact that this is he's kind of living in a movie. Right. Um, and to me, that's sort of like what this is about. Like, it's, it's the fantastic, right? Like, starting with those, even as far back as, the, like, the, the ridiculous cuts where they, like, fall through the awning and into the chairs. You know, it's cartoonish. Um, it's, it, yes, it very much feels like a cartoon. <laughs> and, you know, the thing, what, what I'm thinking now is I almost want to, I almost want to correct myself because it is slapstick and it is cartoony, like you just said. But it also, the the dialogue is a third genre or maybe a second like if, if we say that slapstick and cartoony are two different things like mm -hmm. the dialogue has a, a humor tone all its own of of ridiculous silliness 
that that even has some range like how am i driving call 1-800 i'm gonna fucking die when he's on the, the i love that entire scene on the stretcher right. because the whole it, gurney scene is totally ridiculous well because yeah. it, and you know the like the bit where the ambulance goes up off the ramp and explodes before it's even hit anything and it's just like caesar anthony you okay <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, I yeah, it, it, and I, the performances I thought were true to the. They're not. Tone. They're not Oscar-winning performances, but everybody kind of gets in. Like, I feel a, like everybody commits. Right, and that's the thing is, if anybody was sort of just like not, you know, trying to do something that wasn't in keeping with the tone of the movie, I think that could you know poke holes in it. But everybody just sort of seems to throw like, hey, all right, this is what we're doing. I'm just gonna throw my all into this character. You know, even if it's the totally most ridiculous thing, you like you said, they commit it, right? I mean, even Andy McDowell, who is a great actress, um, yeah, she totally gets into this role, and I and she she plays it perfectly, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm with you. I I like Andy McDowell, and she's in a lot of movies that I enjoy. I often feel like she doesn't differentiate her characters from each other very much. <laughs> but fair point. Um, I don't know. I was. I can't think of another time when I saw Bruce Willis be that that goofy. Well, so that, I mean, he was originally a comic actor. I mean, if you go back to like Moonlighting, right? Um, he, I've never seen Moonlighting. Moonlighting, right. which might not we'll, shock you. We'll do an entire season where we just, you know. <laughs> um, but that was his. That was what he was known for prior to Die Hard. He was not an action guy. He was. I think there were a couple movies he showed up in as sort of like a like handsome romantic lead. The um, part I was born to play. Yeah, obviously the Lex Friedman role. Right. Um, but he wasn't really an action star until Die Hard came around. And then he, in some ways, he's become nothing but an action star. Um, though I, I actually think he's, he's you know, you put him up against someone like Nick Cage because I feel like they've had similar careers. Interesting. But, like, Nick Cage is way more hit and miss. I feel like Bruce Willis, at the base level, he's always Bruce Willis. And he kind of, you know, does his thing. He does. He has a shtick, right? Um, he's got a little bit of range. He's done some dramatic stuff, and I, I mean, feel like uh, Sixth Sense is very different, right? And I mean, you know, and he's he's done some other things at various points, um, but I feel like he's always an enjoyable screen presence to watch, right? Um, he's you know, it's the movie star, which thing. I would not say about Nicholas Cage, right? It's the movie star thing where it's like, well, yeah, you go to the film to see the movie star, not to see you know what role they're playing, right? Um, and I think that works for him just fine because he's very charismatic. Yes. Um, and, you know, this. I think he's got co- good comedic chops. I mean, he displays them in Die Hard, too. It's a very different style of comedy. Right. You know, it's like one-liners and stuff like that. But it's, it's you know, he's a, he's a talented comedic actor for certain. And, you know, maybe this was a little self-indulgent indulgent as movies go. But I think he does a pretty good job with it. And it's, you know, it's delightfully ridiculous. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it other than I, I'm sorry it is much maligned. Um, but at the same time, I am glad that it's still, you know, out there for those of us who really enjoy it to yeah, not only yeah. watch, but share with other people. The, uh, you know, early on when the movie started, especially again, since I had no idea what to expect, I'm going to have to watch the trailer to see how it was advertised. Mm-hmm. But early on, you know, they, they start in with the Da Vinci scenes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I said, boy, I have no idea what to expect from this. <laughs> That's why I was, you know, when we were going into it, I was like, I'm not going to tell you anything because the beginning of this movie is totally misleading. <laughs> um, I, uh, 
But I mean, even as we're, you know, talking here, I've, I've queued up several articles like from the AV club and from den of geek that are trying to defend this movie and saying why people should have liked it. Um, but you know, it had some, it had a, a bit of a naked gun feel at times, but the naked gun is like, is trying to be as stupid as possible. Right. And I feel like, the Hudson Hawk was a bit different in that it was just trying to be um ridiculous right ridiculous and silly and you know all of the naked gun is winking to the camera and here they were very choosy about when they wink to the camera right. and I appreciate that I mean I appreciate both techniques oh, but this this felt different I do have to point out my favorite bit of trivia from this and this Please. may be something that you are not aware of because I'm guessing you have maybe never seen North by Northwest I have not okay so in North by Northwest the plot of that is that Cary Grant is mistaken for a spy uh, okay. um and who doesn't who may or may not exist and okay. um that spy's name is George Kaplan and so that's I I love that there is a tip of the hat to Hitchcock in a movie this you know Hitchcock who meticulously plotted and wrote his movies right um, but it, I always enjoyed that because you know he is a spy um, and James Coburn who is just I mean the man's a legend <laughs> and he's perfectly willing to sort of get into it and slum it here and I I really I love, I love that. he is so good here. Um, I, it's a ridiculous role, but he, he again, like, like I think you, you nailed it. He commits. He's just like, yeah, okay, I'm going to be some crazy evil spy who's a holdover from the 80s. And, you know, a thing, a thing about me in movies, Dan, is that I tend to get bored during some of their most difficult scenes to create. So typically during a, uh, a car chase scene or during fight scenes or gun battles, all of which require a lot of careful planning and choreography or whatever else. I find them boring because the outcome is generally, you know, ahead of time, especially if it's, you know, not in the final minutes of the movie, you know, that the good guy is going to survive or whatever. And, uh, I was starting to worry for a moment that this, uh, you know, when I saw the fight scene developing between Coburn and, and Willis near the movie's climactic finish, I was like, I wonder what direction this is going to go. And then it went ridiculously funny. Like, to me, that is the most cartoony element of the It is. And well, because they clearly, like, should we bother teaching James Coburn actual karate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably not. And then Bruce Willis's body is simply bouncing up and down on its own while Coburn <laughs>, laughs at it. And then uh, his uh, Coburn leaps to his own death unintentionally. It's ridiculous. ridiculous I also I have to give a shout out because I do love the entirely inexplicable role played by David Caruso. <laughs> yes i it's just delightful doesn't make any sense never explained he, he's the one with the cards he's kit kat yeah yeah um and he doesn't speak he has all the cards he dresses up like things randomly including members <laughs> of the cast he knows about the blue wire no none of that is explained but it right. doesn't really matter and he always has the exact line of dialogue necessary printed on his well card. you see when he dies right all the cards <laughs> fall out of him Yes. And it's just that I love it. See, that's the thing that gets me about this movie is like they paid attention. There's details like that where it's like, <laughs> yeah, of course he fell over and like 200 cards fell out of him because he's got to have a lot of cards on him. It's like that is a detail that you would not find in a, a movie that was dumb and like didn't know it was dumb, right? Like right. that's a movie where it's like, yeah, well, that makes sense in the reality of this movie. Now, in the dumb comedy space, which Farrelly Brothers movies have you seen, if any? 
Oh, geez. I'd have to even look up which movies the Farrelly brothers have made. Um, like uh, Dumb and Dumber. Nope. Um, now I have to look up what the movies. The I know you haven't seen There's Something About Mary. Nope. I can't even find Farrelly Brothers movies. Um, uh, Kingpin, Me, Myself, and Irene, I Shallow Hat. God, I've seen Me, Myself, and Irene. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Me, Myself, and Irene is a bad one. Have you seen Shallow Hal? With, uh, uh, I'm familiar with it, but I have not seen it. Yeah, that, that one I think is actually not bad. Because um, I have this I, thing about Mary on the list. part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm looking at their list and I'm like, this this does kind of look like a a uh, a laundry list of movies that I might hate. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm worried about because I would love to show you there's something about Mary as a movie that I it's one of the first movies that I saw in the theater multiple times because it was early in the genre of ridiculously sure, uh, sure. whatever our movies and. I just went back to the theater and saw it a total of four times. I saw wow. it in the theater four times because I thought it was so funny. Nobody thinks it's as funny as, <laughs> as I do. Uh, but I don't know if that bodes really well for you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, so it, I don't know. it is your pick, though. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I've thrown my hat in the ring with you for better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but this I, podcast I, is very much like a marriage. My goal, though, is to, right or wrong, my goal is to find movies that you will also enjoy all right that's fair um i'm thinking about it because if i didn't do if i didn't do this thing about mary i would probably do beetlejuice okay. which uh is again going to be a stupid comedy but i mean it's it, it, there is no sense that i would consider it hudson hawkian but it is a very different kind of comedy from a fairly brothers film let's okay. do beetlejuice because okay. beetlejuice at least is alec baldwin so how bad could it be is that michael keaton it does and alec baldwin Yes. Sorry, you already just taught me something about this movie. Spoiler alert. Thanks. <laughs> well, do you know further research? I, um, I will not. I will save it up for next week. But those were two that I was thinking of. I mean, again, the comedy in Hudson Hawk is nothing like the comedy in either of those two movies, uh, in, with the possible exception that all three of them are content uh, being very much of their tone and being, you know, silly. Well, what else can you ask for in a movie? Well, Dan, thank you so much for showing me Hudson Hawk. I really, I, I enjoyed it. My my life is better for having seen it. <laughs> I'm glad that you can say that, and I'm glad that you had a good time. I just, I feel, I feel like I, it's brought us closer together. Really, it has, it has. I look forward to our next film endeavor. And uh, I guess you won't take first prize in the next hat competition. Wow, no, <laughs> I can't even remember it now. Nope. Sorry, man. Can't do it. Well, thank you all for listening along with us. And if you watched Hudson Hawk as well, we hope you also had a really good time with it. And for myself and for Lex. That's me. We'll see you next week. Did they all get Oscars? Oh, yeah. All of them. Every single one.